I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. This podcast is made possible by Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you or your man's family jewels. My partner loves Manscaped's electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 2.0. With its skin-safe technology, it won't nick or snag his bits. They also have a crop cleanser, crop reviver, aka for your goods, and best of all, the crop preserver, ball deodorant for anti-chafing. Going for a sweaty bike ride, dripping with perspiration from the hot summer heat, Manscaped's crop preserver will keep you fresh and dry. And guess what? Our listeners get 20% off and free shipping with code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SHAMELESS, y'all. Your jewels will thank you for it. And with that, welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast, everyone. We are doing a fun episode on Anal 101 because it's Anal August, our favorite month ever. Anal August, not Anal April. I'm not that anal. No, she's not very anal. Not very I anal, like though. anal, though. She loves anal. She's been having a lot of anal. When was your uh, anal anniversary? It's January 14th, I think. That's when she had so, her first but anal not experience. last January, so the January before that. So you've been having anal for one and a half years yep, now? one and a half years. High five to you, and you have a lot of anal. You know what was funny, too, is that I had packed, like, an anal virgin um, virgin release kit. I had, like, a vibrator in there, and um, I carried before it around. Before you had anal? Before I had my anal uh-huh. um, virginity gone. I hate the word virginity. Or your, what else would you call it? Your first time anal. It's my it's my thing with it. I'm just like, yeah, you, were that's never, your thing. you were never pure chip. Just kidding. You were always pure. You're still pure. Well, it's virgin is, you know, it's because it's uh, like alcohol-free margarita. Yeah, exactly. Your and ass is never a margarita. Been t- it had never been tapped before. I thought you were going to say tainted. <laughs> no, tapped. Uh, so it was like, virgin. Is that that term, tap that ass? Is that where that exactly. comes from? Exactly. <laughs> that's what's up. So you got your ass tapped. So I never ended up using the damn kit. I just ended up having anal and I was like, oh, I had this whole kit that was like, I had like these underwear that for, like had a bow in the back so he could like untie it. Like a present. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my point is you don't really need a kit. You can no. just get, well, get yourself ready a lot of the and ways. And this podcast is going to go over a lot of ways to um, enjoy anal for first time anal, for intermediate advanced anal, whether it's with fingers, toys, dildos, penises, etc. So we are going to dive right in. We're talking uh, only humans. Oh, you're not talking about <laughs> animals, everyone. Please, yeah. please no. No, no please yeah, know just that. humans. So we're going to dive right in. But before we dive into the podcast, I'm going to read a testimonial. I wanted to say thank you. After listening to y'all's podcast, my wife and I, our sex life has gotten so much better. I've been practicing slowing down and getting her off first during oral. Then lots of G area stimulation. Bam! We have been married 20 years. And prior to that, she would orgasm only occasionally. But now 90% of the time, she has multiple orgasms and squirts multiple times. Woohoo! We love hearing that. 
So even married couples love us. Even married couples love us. All folks love us. I have a question. Don't get mad. Okay. So about that testimonial, is it my wife and I's sex life? Or my wife and and me and my wife's sex life? I feel like it's me and my wife. Okay. See, so I'm not the only one that fucks it up. I know. And I think that this one's me and my wife. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to know when you read that. I was like, wait a second. Well, I I mean, I didn't write it, but yeah. No, Um, you didn't write it, but you read it when you read it. So with that, everyone... (laughs) We love your reviews. We read all the reviews online. We need your reviews. So right now, as long as you're not driving, this is what we want you to do. If you have not wrote, written, wrote? Written. Written a review for us. (laughs) (laughs) If you have not written a review for us right now um, or ever, please stop what you're doing. Press pause. Go into the iTunes app, the podcast app. Search Shameless Sex. And even if you're already in it, you have to go back out to search Shameless Sex. Scroll down, click write a review and write a review for us. We need your reviews, especially five-star reviews. It helps us get out there. Um, we have had some haters and we've had some very good feedback, um, feedback that's been helpful. And so if, you know, if you're giving us a two-star review and you're giving us feedback about something, we actually do pay attention to it and make shifts, but we need this right now. We're not, we say this all the time, so we're not going to go too deep into it. But press pause. Go do that and then come back for some deep anal. You! We need those five stars. We love you. All right. Deep anal times. <laughs> deep anal. No, we're going to start light anal. We're not going to go like dive right into the orifice. No. So this is the universal orifice, y'all. And guess what? We are running an online Instagram contest. Starts today. Starts today. And so if you're not following us on Instagram, go to Shameless Sex Podcast Instagram. We have a contest where you can win all kinds of prizes. It's three different weeks. Weeks. Week one is playing with your own ass. Week two is playing with someone else's ass. And week three is playing with a prostate, whether it's yours or someone else's. And we have all of these prizes. And week one. Ooh, week one. So all of the prizes in week one. It's valued over $450, which is, I think, quite incredible for Hell sex toys. Yeah. So you're going to get um, some products from Fun Factory. Fun Factory makes amazing anal products and vibrators. They're made in Germany. Super great. It's our and favorite. A, it's our favorite. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, also, Uber Lube. We love Uber Lube, as you know, and it's great for anal play. I use it all the time. And you're going to get a bottle of Uber Lube. And last but certainly not least, not least, is our uh, access to our Wild Woman Workshop, which is $199 value. So and how stoked are you? Week two, you get all the same stuff, but it's actually valued at $500. Week three, you get all the same stuff, but it's also valued at $600. So I guess it's not all. There's actually additions to it. But there's three opportunities to win, three opportunities to enter. And you would just listen to this podcast and the week one homework um, will be playing with your own ass. And you go to our Instagram and it'll give you instructions on what to do. You don't send us photos of you playing with your ass. Ever. Please don't send us photos of your bits of you masturbating. We're not asking for that. It's a photo, anonymous photo of you holding a piece of paper over your face. So we don't really know who you are and we won't tell the world who you are about what you learned. Because this is all about learning and having better, uh, better sex. Be- and the way we do that is through experience. So, experiential play. Consensually, of course. So, playing with your own ass for week one, August 6th through 11th. Check out episode 108, Awesome Anal, for full info. We're going to go into some little details here on uh, some tips and tricks. But if you really want to learn all about anal, listen to the episode we recorded with Charlie Glickman, number 108. Lucky number 108. So, let's start with fingers. So a lot of folks, April, have you ever done this? Have you ever stu- you lubed up a finger and stuck it in your own ass to see what it feels like? Uh, yes. A lot of times, though, my nails are long, so yeah. Trim I your nails. it doesn't feel good. Yeah. I have to like make sure they're trimmed and and nice and filed down. Same with the, if, if anybody is 
wanting to put their fingers in my ass, I make sure that's also the case. Yeah. Trim your nails. You No one wants a sharp nail. Actually, this applies to pretty much most places on the body. Yeah. Or at least have like one good anal finger that is trimmed. You know, if you want to keep long nails on other ones, other fingers. And one option, if you don't want to trim your nails, is to use black latex gloves or if you're allergic to latex, nitrile gloves. Mm. And then you put a cotton ball at the end of the glove. Oops. And then you put your, your hand in the glove and then where you keep the nail there, but now you have like a padding with the cotton ball. So it's a little mm trick and then the cool thing about the gloves is that you can touch the ass and then when you're done you just take the glove off and now you have a clean hand and this is especially important if you're doing anything like if you're playing with a vulva owner if you forget which finger you might have used on the ass and you put them in the vulva you could give someone a yeast infection oh yeah so with the gloves it makes it easy you don't have to think about it and the minute you're going to vag you just take the glove off there's also uh, black finger cots we like the color black because it doesn't show you know, the little things that can happen with anal play. It feels less like you're at the dentist. It looks kind of sexy, I think. Yeah, they yeah. do. They yeah. do look kind of sexy. Yeah, I'm into it. So I I highly recommend that if you've never played with your own ass, whether you're someone Wait, who, have you? Totally. I've explored it. Oh. But So this is why I recommend exploring it. One is to understand how the muscles work. To actually get a feel for the sphincter muscles. And there's multiple. There's two sets of sphincter muscles. But at least for the outer sphincter muscle that is like around the anal um, opening. opening. Yeah. That, and, and the anal canal. To understand the tightness of it. To understand how to work with it. Like at the what speed you can go in in terms of inserting it. Because if you've never fully felt that but you want to penetrate someone else's ass you really don't have an idea of what it feels like what like how how to go about that so i recommend exploring that always use lube the ass does not have uh, enough glands to really work as lubrication and maybe start with a smaller finger like yeah. a pinky instead of the middle or the index because yeah. the pinky is usually smallest so that's a good way to start if you've never explored the bum before and listen to your own body go at the speed of what your body wants uh, a lot of folks will find that if you really pay attention you're lightly pressing as you insert the ass will actually kind of suck you in and take you in but it does it on its own time so you never want to force anything into the ass whether it's someone else's or yours but when you're actually exploring this with your own finger in your own ass then you can really feel it take you in and then you can apply that to other people or you might discover you love playing with your own ass the anus itself has a ton of nerve endings. Most of the nerve endings are around the anus, and then when you go inside, is, is more response to pressure as opposed to light touch and tickles and things. So there's less, ner less nerve endings. Uh, but a lot of folks like to, you know, masturbate. You know, maybe play with their clit or their cock or whatever bits they're they're rocking while playing with their own ass too, with a sex toy or a finger, and it adds extra stimulation. It can feel really nice. Yeah. So. I recommend it can be a bonus for your own play that you're already doing or it can teach you more about how your ass works and how to pleasure other asses if you want to play with them. It's not the most comfortable kind of position wise because you have to kind of awkward. angle yourself in different ways. You use a mirror sometimes too if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And that can help you navigate that mirror. area because you don't really see that area. I tried shaving my ass Disaster. <laughs> I'm like, this is Wait, not with the actual blade. Yeah, because I was I've never been waxed, which I want to, but I'm a little nervous about it. Yeah. Actually, I met your waxer at a party. Oh, you did? She's moving away, but she was like, I know you. You oh, work, you do yes. the podcast with Amy. And yeah. I was like, oh, can you wax my butthole? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, I'm moving. I was like, damn it. I know. I thought about that before Burning Man. I'm like, fuck, who's going to wax my... But that's what thing? my reason for bringing this up is because even sh like just kind of trying to shave with a mirror... The position's awkward. It's super awkward. So playing with your own ass too, sometimes it does help to use some some toys. 
Yeah. Yes. And which brings us, well, okay, before we go into that, and I've talked about, about lube here too. Yeah. Um, lubricant, we talk about Uber Lube all the time. Anal, for anal play in particular, Uber Lube is wonderful because it's long lasting. And we're, we talk about this all the time in our podcast. Uh, but make sure that you have a lubricant that's long lasting. Don't try to touch an ass without lube. Anyone's ass. Yours or someone else's. It's super actually. It's frictiony. It's not a self-lubricating orifice. So you have to. Yeah. And yes, sometimes like... Uh, and not to rat out my partner, but he was like, you know, a lot of times I would do ass play after uh, like a uh, someone he hooked up with ejaculated. But I'm like, you can't count on that. You but should always use lube, though. It's like it's too just li- different. Too, yeah. And I'm like, that was that. I don't would not be down for that. So we always need lube. I want even when someone's just going to like play with my ass for 30 seconds with a finger, I still want lube on it. Yeah. I, I would still prefer. And you know, granted, you can add a little bit of saliva or some maybe some of my vag juices here and there too. But if you're going to do it for an extended period of time lubricant 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 it only makes things better uh toys so there's some safety precautions with toys right the ass on like the vaginal canal the vaginal canal has a stopper it's called a cervix you things can't keep going but the ass it keeps going to your intestines so whatever you are putting in the ass needs to have a stopper something like a flange or if it's your finger obviously you're not going to lose your finger in there <laughs> hopefully don't take definitely take your rings off before you insert something in the ass yeah. um but you'll see uh, anal sex toys they'll have like a little flange or a base to make them safe so just make sure that you have something that is very anal safe if you go into any sex shop like pure pleasure you'll see they have an anal section and all the toys have some sort of base there yeah, they it's a good recommendation. And materials matter too. You don't want something that's porous because it holds in bacteria. Porous materials are things like TPR or string, like those. Shitty I've seen anal those with string. string. That'll just absorb the bacteria and literally, I'd, it's a one-time break. use situation. Yeah. If you do throw buy those, just throw them in the garbage. And a lot of times they are. I don't understand this as uh, at all, but they make either anal beads or um, anal toys that are really hard and they kind of, they don't kind of manipulate with your, with, with how your body's shaped. I think something softer and flexible is more comfortable in your body too. Totally. Yeah. It's you, this, all this stuff really matters. Our favorite materials for anal play again are non-porous. So silicone is a really great go-to, but also stainless steel can be good. And that's a hard one. That one doesn't bend. Yeah. But the nice thing about stainless steel is it's weighted. It actually is something that, and it, it warms up to your body temperature quickly because it absorbs it quickly Um, so definitely all anal toys are not created equal you want to make sure that you're getting only the highest quality of anal toys so we're going to talk about a couple anal toys and how to use them plugs they're not to plug your ass up because it's leaking. That's like the most common question yeah. that you get. I people feel like, like why plug? people ask all the time, even folks that I know have had anal stim. They're like, why do people use plugs? Is it for leaky ass? And I'm like, no, no. I'm like if you have a leaky ass, go see your doctor. Yeah, please go That's see your the doctor. First thing. Stop eating those Lay's chips with the fat free, <laughs> you know, what, what is it? Exorbital. I don't know what Exorbital. it is. Xylitol, Zorbital. Zorbital. It gives people the shits. Yeah, it's true. So definitely, um, that's not why we're using plugs. The reason why people are using plugs is, number one, it feels nice. The pressure actually feels nice. Like there's this added pressure that can just add sensation. uh, And so for for all bodies. Um, Also, if you're moving to something larger like a penis or a dildo, the plugs help to relax the muscles so that you can move to something bigger. And a lot, that's what porn stars are doing Mm -hmm. is they're holding it, have put plugs in before an anal scene. They're also anal athletes 
Um, also, if you're a vagina owner and you put an anal plug in, it actually tightens the vaginal canal and actually pushes your G-spot inward so that with any uh, vaginal penetration, you can get more G-spot access. And mm-hmm. there's more sensation for you and you know, lovers who might be penetrating you. So plugs are an awesome, awesome place to start. Uh, some of our favorites, we love the Bee Balls by Fun Factory. Um, April, explain the Bee Balls. They're kind of, they look like Kegel Balls, if anybody's familiar with Kegel Balls. However, they have a s- anal safe kind of Flange. stopper yeah. on the end. Yeah, like so a pacifier. It, it's like a crescent shaped stopper. So it fits nicely between your cheeks and the balls are weighted. So when you move or if you're getting spanked or you're just walking around and want a little stimulation that's not vibration it's just kind of weighted balls moving in your butt uh they kind of help just your your muscles react and they're really fun there's like a single one and there's a double one depending on how much of that stimulation you desire i've used a single one before i was a big yeah. fan of it I like yeah it. it has a like a small tight kind of a little bit of a taper to the tip which makes it easier to insert yeah it's a good size and then the flange the angle of it like doesn't get in the way of your cheeks it rests right between the crack perfectly so I love that one. I was one of the reasons that they created that product because... Did you create the flange? Because of all... Uh, uh, whenever I was on the road training for Fun Factory back in the day when I worked with them, uh, that was like probably the number one feedback because people wanted the, the, their cable balls for their butt. And I was like, those aren't anal safe. Please don't use those in your butt. And then yeah. I, I took that feedback. Oh, they just have a string Because they just had a string. Cable ball. Yeah. That's super dangerous. And I was like, please don't. And I would get people saying that they, they would tie it to like a door, all sorts of weird stuff. So they actually created the bee balls um, you know, I think it was five years after I was at the company, but they Brilliant. listened. So it was cool. And, and they yeah. are now, I think they, they do really well with those. They sell so. really well. You're welcome, Fun Factory. And then another plug that I really like, I'm going to plug another plug, is the Rio by Vader. That's V-E-D-O and the Rio, like the River Rio. Um, this is uh, like an anal probe. It's not a plug that you design to keep in and let it do with its hands-free thing. Like these other plugs, like bee balls, you can put in and walk around. You don't have to hold it in. Mm. The Vado Rio has a vibrator in it and it doesn't get thinner at the neck that's you're not going to understand what that means most likely as I explain that it's more designed for you to hold and probe yourself as a really really tapered tip so you can use it on your own ass or another ass and it feels nice because the vibrations so you don't really feel vibrations deep inside of you from an anal toy you'll feel them more around the anal opening and they can help to relax the muscles again you have a lot of nerve endings there so it can feel nice so this is another really good option especially for like a beginner person um, or if you want something to use on someone else it's nice with the remote too with when items have it, does that oh, one have a remote? That one doesn't have a remote. If you, a there's a few button. options out there um, that have remote control because you can change the actual function when it's in your butt if you want more or less. I think what's it? What's that? B vibe? Yeah, B vibe. They make one. Yes. And they have all different sizes too yeah. of plugs um, that are remote controlled, which I think is really smart too. Is it Vito or Vado? I always thought it was Vito. I don't know, but yeah, Vito Vado. Tomato, tomato. Lalo. Oh yeah. April, April. Uh, <laughs> and just so you all know, they have all these toys at purepleasureshop.com mother daughter store. I'm the daughter, my mom's the mother. <laughs> and you get 15% off with coupon code SHAMELESSSEX in all caps. Although April and I just had a conversation is it in all caps? But just try it that way. Um, so here's some fun ways to explore in the next week. If you have sex toys, um, go and explore with your own ass and see how it feels. If you don't, order one and explore and see how it feels. Uh, if you're not wanting to try sex toys, explore with your finger and see what you learn, discover what feels good, where do you have sensation, how long does it take for your ass to actually take you in without you actually forcing it. Um, this is a time to really learn more about you uh, and what your body likes and doesn't like. Okay, y'all, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by some of our favorite things. Uber Lube is one of them. Amy, why do you love Uber Lube so much? 
I don't just love Uberloop. I am obsessed with Uberloop. Before I used Uberloop, I had no idea that a lubricant could be this good. Uberloop is a luxurious lubricant that I literally want all over my body. Yes, I mostly use it for sex and intimacy. And let me tell you, it enhances everything. It has no flavor. It has no scent. It never gets sticky. It almost feels velvety and powdery on my skin. I want it everywhere. And let me tell you, it also has other uses. You can use it in your hair, for your hair frizzies. You can use it for massage. You can use it for chafing. Again, mostly using it for sex. And it allows me to feel that skin-on-skin intimacy that a lot of other lubricants do not allow for. April, what about you? What do you love about Uberlube? I love the beautiful bottle. It's glass. It looks like perfume or some kind of beautiful cosmetic. Put it on my nightstand. Nobody knows what it is. So to learn more about Uberlube, go to uberlube.com. Enter coupon code SHAMELESSSEX in all caps. You get 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also made possible by omgs.com. April, what do you love about OMGS? Oh my God, yes. I love OMGS. It's a research-based online program where you can look at two seasons, external, internal, vulva stimulation. It's tools for your tool belt. Add things to your menu. So if you're looking to up your orgasm game, if you own a vulva, maybe you already have amazing orgasms. Maybe you want even more amazing orgasms. Maybe you've never had an orgasm. OMGS is something for you. If you're a vulva fan and you want to learn how to pleasure a vulva, OMGS is something for you. Again, research-based. You get to watch these tasteful, non-pornographic videos that give you a real idea of what real body is like so that you're not left in the dark. To learn more, go to omgs.com backslash shameless. You get $5 off and you can watch the videos unlimited times. It is a game changer for all of my clients, all of our listeners who have watched it. You can find out for yourself. Go check it out. Week number two. This will be starting August 13th, running through August 18th. The homework for that week is playing with someone else's Call ass. Call play work, not homework. Oh, sorry. Play, play work. work so- play work sounds fun. More fun, right? Your play work is playing with someone else's ass consensually. Please get yeah. permission before. Do not surprise them. I'm going to wait till you're sleeping, Amy, tonight at the hotel. Please use lots of lube. <laughs> Thank you. Here you go. I have the Uber lube um, in my purse, just so you know. <laughs> I want to share something about this whenever it's time because we we have a few, like the trim nails we talked about, right? Yeah. I want to share a little trick because I am now a very avid anal goer, yes. anal receiver usually. Yes. Um, and I have played with someone else's ass too. Uh, but I do want to say that one cool thing, and this is for vulva owners, vagina owners out there. Uh, one cool thing is if you are being penetrated and... Um, with either, you know, a silicone cock or a cock attached to someone's body. Um, it's really fun to either stick your fingers in your vagina at the same time or a product. So it's almost like double penetration. Mm. And then also if it has a clitoral stimulator on it, awesome. If not, use your hands. But it adds this extra element of amazingness that is like you feeling what like the penetration feels like. And you can also feel your G-spot because of that, what mm-hmm. you were talking about when you have a plug-in and it was kind of constricting the vaginal canal. Super fun. I'd never done that before only, I think, about two months ago, I started trying it per my partner's suggestion. He's ah, like, brilliant. Put your fingers in your pussy. I While was like, you're having sex? Okay, yeah. Ooh, and that was extra hot. And they then we've started to, to use toys now, too. And it's um, just like, vib- like a vibrator. And sometimes I'll have the magic wand on my 
vulva, but sometimes we use a penetrative product. So really good recommendation. I just wanted to throw that in there because I thought it was an important addition to um, anal play when you're playing with someone else's ass. Does your partner like when you play with his ass? No. Not into it? Like a no-go, not even externally? No. No, uh, not at all. I think that he might be more open to it, but I feel like he's always in a position where I can't access when we're playing because we move around sometimes. I mean... Especially if I'm being penetrated, it's too hard to kind of. He's a he's kind of a big guy, so he's, I can't grip my hand. He hands around. There. Yeah, and then um, I've tried almost touching before, and he wasn't feeling it. And then I had when I did play with someone's ass, though, I have to say it was my first experience um, playing. This was a few years ago, and it was so cool. The feeling it was of the ass like the tightness of it the tightness of it but also just kind of feeling around uh, the what it, like the membranes mm-hmm. i don't know it's like it felt really cool and also i learned right then that was before i had any ass stimulation myself but i had learned then how slow you actually do have to go yeah cuz really. it is very and i didn't realize that and you want to kind of go fast cuz that what's that's what you're used to like i'm pumping or that's what i am used to i like fast sex i like not all the time. I mean, I'm different, but I was going there and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Too much. Too much, too much, too much. Slow down. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. But it was really fun. Yeah. Well, and, and with anal play too, a lot of people, again, are just conditioned to, f- and not with anal play, just actually all play. They're conditioned to force, to go against the muscles. Even with vaginal play, we see that in porn. There's not like the slowness and this listening to the body. But when you listen to the body and you go really slow and you have enough lube and you add enough breath, you can put some huge things in your ass. <laughs> like You can go massive. It's really about re- what I've realized because now I'm an avid anal um, you know, penetration lover. However, it still isn't super com- comfortable every time. It takes time. And there's always like a little bit of this intensity right before it enters in. Like of like, oh my God, oh my God. And you have to breathe it out and go like relax mm-hmm. and just kind of like almost bear down and kind of open up. But it de- definitely isn't just because I'm receiving anal on the regular. It isn't easy all the time. No. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it takes breath and relaxation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And slowness, just and really, slowness. really going slow and listening to the body. And also if you're the receiver to be speaking to where you're at, uh, like asking your partner to go slower or more lube or, um, or you being the one, you're the one that's actually working your body onto their finger or their cock or their dildo and as opposed to them penetrating you. That's another option too. Um, so, and it, anal after Thanksgiving isn't suggested. No, or Indian food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just, yeah, anal when you're feeling bloated and gassy or you're about to have a bowel movement is not the time. No. So in terms of cert- inserting fingers, we already talked about slowness. I wanted to, want to talk about um, the adding more fingers, though. So here's one of the tricks. If Say I'm going to insert one finger, and we already talked about how to do that with our own ass, but now you're going to do that with a partner. Um, again, going really slow, a lot of lube, you know, listening to them and having them speak to where they're at. But when you want, if you want to try adding more fingers, what's really helpful is if you don't pull the finger all the way out, you pull it out almost, you know, so just maybe like halfway. So some of your fingers still inside and then you add. So Sam used my pointer finger and I pull it out a little, a little bit so that, you know, half of it is still inside my partner. I take my middle finger and I kind of lay it right on top maybe add more lube to it too. That's why Uber Lube's great. It has a pump top, so mm-hmm. I can use my other hand for that. I put it right on top and I slide it in on top of my other finger and then both of them into the ass so that one finger didn't pull all the way out. It was in still kind of keeping the muscle relaxed or open and I just added another finger. The reason why you do that is because while the muscles are still relaxing, if you pull the fingers or a toy all the way out, 
the muscle can close up again and then it has, feels like you have to repenetrate all over again, re-relax them again. And this doesn't, this, it, once the last is fully relaxed, you don't have to do this. It's just like, oh, it's, it's open and ready. Um, but in the initial phases of relaxing an ass, it's helpful to keep whatever it is inside a little bit and not pull all the way out. And so you can add a second finger and then you can add a third finger if you want. I recently had an experience of putting four fingers inside an ass. Um, and I forgot to take off one of my rings. Ooh. And they asked for another finger. And I was like, fuck. So while keeping my two fingers inside, I had to take off my ring. Because I didn't want to pull all the way out and make right. them uncomfortable. Right. Take off my ring with my other hand and then add that finger. And then I also added pinky. The thumb stayed And it out. worked? You did it? Totally worked. Wow, yeah, job. totally worked. But it just makes it helpful and more comfortable for them. Um, and again, don't be afraid to uh, apply more loop in that session i kept adding more loop more yeah. loop more loop many the in times. out is hard too don't do a lot of in out if you can avoid anything even if you're getting penetrated with an actual uh i don't know a cock or a silicone cock uh the in outs like all rough. the way in and out you all mean, the yeah. way in and out yeah just, the, well the ass go closes yeah now when you're again when you're fully relaxed and you're just like i want you know the when you're fully relaxed and the receiver just has that feeling of, i just want you to fuck me then you can probably go all the way in and out, but that just means that the ass is fully relaxed. But until they're there, I don't recommend doing that unless they've given you permission. Yeah. I mean, because then, again, it can feel kind of uncomfortable. So that's fingers playing with someone else. Now, toys, again, we already talked about some other ones with your own ass. This, the ass is a universal orifice. Everyone has one. You know, we just talked about if April's partner is into it and they are not. So it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. But if someone is into it uh, or into exploring it, it's fun because it can add more yummy things to the menu. If you're brand spanking new to anal play um, for yourself or with a partner, we will recommend it a couple of things. Another product we really like is the Booty. B-O-O-T-I, right? I-E. I, I mean, oh my God. B-O-O-T-I-E. Yeah, well, I don't know why I did that. Oops, backwards. B-O-O-T-I-E. <laughs> I don't know, dyslexia for a moment. By Fun Factory. We love this, and it comes in three sizes. Oh, yeah, it does. This they have a kit. Don't they have a kit, too? I don't, I don't know if they do all three okay. in the same kit. Okay. But it's a small, medium, large. To me, the small is like a little too small. Yeah, the medium's a great size. I would start with the medium, and like, as we said, with enough breath, lube, and time, you can get huge things in your ass so even the large is doable start with the medium if you're a beginner is a great way to go it's silicone yeah. we love that toy it has a little minor curve at the end I don't know if it would make it all the way to a prostate because it's a little short but depends on where your prostate is but it's a great beginner plug they easy have the to duke the du oh but we're going to talk about prostates next but yeah we'll get yeah. to prostate play as well that will be right around the corner if you're intermediate like you've been playing doing some ass play before this is not your first rodeo with the anal uh, I personally love Enjoy products. They're the ones that we were talking about earlier that are stainless steel. Um, they are ones you can put in and leave in for a long time. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty heavy duty, and they're beautiful. Though. They're gorgeous. They're just like in, they can be a bit intimidating. Like the Enjoy Large. It's like okay, dokey. So That's like an anal hook. I had a very recent experience. Where actually no, that, that was vaginal. So uh, <laughs> my uh, what a current newer lover um, has the Enjoy Large and the Enjoy XL. Do you know how big the Enjoy XL? Oh no, is? I haven't it's seen like that a one. Huge juicer. Whoa! It's like the size of it. It's not a tennis ball. It's like smaller than that. But they have both of those. And like my ass can take the Enjoy Large very easily with again slowness lube time they're not forcing it um so i that's an easy one for me for me and uh, i absolutely love it and guess what it's stainless steel it's going to outlive you you could it's a great family heirloom you can pass it on to your grandchildren 
Oh, not funny. It's ways, not funny. They weigh quite a bit. Each <laughs> you of them. Said, oh, like I was serious. Uh, I mean, I, I, I have said that before about sex toys. I'm like, they're made like, from quality silicone. When the silicone. zombie apocalypse happens, that thing will still be around. Oh, but yeah. you won't. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the well, yeah. The Android Large. I love that. If you're more intermediate, um, the Android XL. If you're super intermediate, that thing is huge. And um, uh, if you have a prostate too, we'll get to some other prostate toys. But the Enjoy also makes a really great prostate toy called the P Fun. Enjoy is spelled N J O Y. Um, again, they have all of these products at Pure Pleasure. Let's talk about anal beads. Anal beads are really fun. People always ask about wh- what's the purpose of anal beads, and really, the anal beads just kind of give you some sensation. You can uh, get ones with different size beads that go kind of small to big, or they can all be one size. They can be flexible. I was talking about before that they make ones that are more structured. I personally prefer the more flexible versions just because they kind of work with however you're, you're structured anatomically the shape of it yeah because yeah, everybody everybody's so different so i do like the flexible ones and of course all silicone you can also get ones that vibrate the whole purpose though behind anal beads is just kind of help with relaxation but give you additional sensation well it's the anal beads their main target is actually the anus itself it's not the internal anatomy so you insert them in and you don't have to put the whole strand in you can just put you know three or four of them or you can put the whole strand in and that's kind of more like the pre-game play and then you do whatever it is that you do maybe you're having penetrative sex maybe you're doing some pussy or cock eating and sucking or whatever that is that you're into Um, and then when you're getting close to or during orgasm you slowly not like a chainsaw you slowly remove the anal beads and the, it's the sensation that they give on the anus as they come out this pop 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 that feels really nice and can enhance your orgasm so it's more of like a orgasmic enhancer and they're great also for beginners and intermediate folks uh, people absolutely love them i know a big anal bead fan club um here's something funny though i've never used them no no not the long strands so I, I forgot i don't know why oh i think i might have talked about this maybe early episodes but Flexi Felix. Yes, with the little face. Yeah. This is a Fun Factory product. Fun, it's a Fun Factory product. I've tried that and it's really cute because it has like a little face. So when it's hanging out of your butt, butt. <laughs> it looks like you have like a little owl coming out of there. But also because it's silicone, I gave one to my friend for her kid to teeth on. Not, it was never used. It was like a brand new one. And she sent me a picture with her kid with the anal beads hanging out of his mouth, teething on it. And I was like, that. she's like, I never use them for Don't my worry. butt. But yeah. they've been the best teething toy for my kid. That's brilliant. I was like, that's really smart. She's like, I just put it in the freezer. And then he chews on it. This was, yeah, really, it was amazing. She sent me the picture. Oh, I was like, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, if you buy them and you're not into them, you can throw them in the dishwasher and clean them and use it on your child. Yeah, because they're non-porous. I mean, it's literally not going to be, I mean. If it's you not ha- toxic. No, it's yeah. not toxic. And it's fine for your kid. What is their <laughs> advanced one that they make? The um, bendy beads. Oh, bendy beads, yeah. They're thicker. And so then this is a more advanced anal bead product. The Fun Factory also makes this, the bendy beads. So they have a little, they're still uh, silicones. So they have some softness to them, but they're bit um, the thicker side but again they with have enough time and lube anyone can use them and they have little ridges versus the other one that's just smooth the flexi felix is all smooth and the yeah. bendy beats have like more ridges so yeah. you get a little bit more sensation yes if you want and then uh, another product that i also like the flexi felix does this too but there's also the first time fun beads um they're just it's another simple strand of beads again we don't recommend using the ones with strings no. i worry that those will break inside of you um or if you did use them please only use them once you in because you really only want uh, non-porous products uh, for your anal toys very very important Dispo- they're disposable if yes. they have strings. And then let's talk about penetration if you're penetrating someone else. Um, so here's all the different ways of penetration. We talked about fingers, toys. 
so penetration. So say you want to move. When I say penetration, we already talked about fingers and twice. What say we were using? Want to move to a dildo or a homegrown penis um, or something like that? Then do these you doing the above steps? I personally say if you're going to use something larger, always do either fingers or toys or both before moving to something larger to relax the muscles. Don't just go right for the. I dildo just thought you cock. said fingers or toes. I was like, oh, hey, man. head, shoulders, knees, and toes. toes might work too. <laughs> Put a shoulder in there. Why not? Yeah. Hey. So starting with these other tips that we've talked about to relax the muscles, and when I say that, it's not like a five second. All right, your ass is ready. This is like a maybe a ten minute journey of relaxing the ass before you move to the larger thing. And the receiver will know when they're ready to move to the larger thing. Uh, we're going to, going to talk more about dildos and harnesses in the next part when we talk about the prostate. Um, but moving it to something larger, it's going to be the same process of moving really, really slowly. And maybe the receiver is the one that actually gets to move on to the dildo or the cock and have control. A pos- great position for that um, can be, so say the person who has the dildo or cock is laying down on their back flat. And so their cock or dildo is facing straight up. Um, or maybe it's curved to the left or right. Um, and then the receiver actually squats over them and makes their way down onto the dildorocock at their speed. Um, can be a really helpful way so that they can control it. And it might take you five minutes to get that dildorocock in. It's a leg burner. And then, yeah, it's a good workout. And then mm-hmm. you, that person who's the one on top gets to do, do the movement, the up and down. Or I actually think grinding is... Um, kind of like an up-down combined with grinding without pulling the dildo cock all the way out until you're fully ready. I will say one side note is that sometimes with that um, th- that method with a penis owner, mm. uh, uh, sometimes the cock can get a little soft. So you have to, like, be, if it takes you a long time. That totally. was one thing that I've recognized. So in that, playing with balls, yeah. making out, you know, if they're a nipple person. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Maybe if you're even taking... a little handheld vibrator or something to, t- to stimulate the balls. Or mm-hmm. I, like you, sometimes you just need to be prepared. Put some porn on. Yeah. Or have them play with you. Some people just get off to playing with you. Or, you, or maybe you're on top so maybe, and you're playing with yourself while you're making around them. And you, they have some eye candy of you, you know, masturbating or pleasure. So yeah, that can definitely happen. Um, so this is a good beginning kind of penetration position. And then once you feel as the receiver, your ass fully opens up and is ready to go, you can feel that. Oh my God, I can feel my ass is open up. Then you can switch all of these other positions, yeah. you know, doggy style and all kinds of things. But it's only until you really feel it that the, some of the other positions are more available. Doggy is not one of my favorites anally. I like being on the bottom. When you were actually asking me, today before about the happy baby yeah. pose. You're like, what is that called? I'm like, I don't know, like airplane? You're like, happy baby? <laughs> so like, I like that where my legs are really far kind of You're almost on your behind back. my head. No, I'm on my, yes, yeah. I'm on my back and my legs are up uh, because it's really intense and then I have access to my um, like, your clit my and, clit, and it's not as uncomfortable because when I'm in doggy style I can't get the vibrators to kind of position right because I'm like on my hands. Really? Yeah, it's like hard to hold the vibrator and then balance with my hand. I don't know. It's See, if I'm using a vibrator with a on my clit while someone is penetrating me vaginally or anally, what's maybe it's because me remember our clits are in different places. My clits is oh, a little world. Yeah. Um, what's better for me actually would be a doggy style because then their, their cock or their dildo isn't run, running into it. Cause when they, when I'm in a different, like a missionary position of some sort, or even me on top facing them, um, their cock 
it ends up hitting the vibrator I'm using and it knocks it off its course and then oh. I don't and I don't really get to feel it. So for me personally, a doggy style position or even um, reverse cow human where yeah. uh, I'm facing, they're laying on their back and but instead of missionary me facing them, I'm facing their toes. That's too intense for me. I love that position. It's like so intense. But I love that for more for vaginal sex actually, not yeah. for anal sex, but for vaginal sex, I love that position. They can play with my ass at the same time. It's, yeah. See, every human is Everyone's different. different. This is why it's good to have options and to learn about yourself. Try, Try the things, things, and then if you like it, yeah. keep doing it. If you don't, move on to the next thing. There's lots of options. Yeah. Try different things out. So this is week number two. Again, playing with someone else's ass consensually. If you don't have an ass to play with of, of someone else, then maybe you don't get to enter uh, the week two contest, but you can still enter week one because you have an ass. I don't really know anyone who doesn't. Um, <laughs> so week three is playing with the prostate. This can be your prostate or someone else's prostate. Uh, this is August 20th through 25th. Again, going to our Instagram on August 20th, we'll give you more information on what to do here. And prostate owners typically are penis owners. Yes. So that's something that, um, I've been asked before by some vulva owners. They're like, do I have a prostate? The no. answer is no. Embryologically, the G spot G area is the same tissue as the prostate. They just are put in different, different places. Right, they right. Get different functions. The prostate has prostate, prostatic fluid. Um, but if you want to learn more, we're going to talk a little bit about the prostate right now. But go to episode number eleven, um, and that was God, that was our that was a long time ago, like two years ago. That's also with Charlie Glickman. He is the prostate professional uh, for a full episode on the prostate. So the prostate, where it is, as April already said, on a penis-owning individual is best accessed anally because it is on the anterior wall of the anal, um, of the rectum, actually. So um, if I, so say I was a uh, prostate-owning individual, penis-owning individual, if I want to access my own prostate, I would probably get in this position that April was talking about earlier, which is like happy baby. So laying on my back, and then I would prop my knees up almost like grabbing my feet like in a happy baby position but instead of holding my feet I need a hand to get to my prostate I'm not wearing underwear I may have just splashed April <laughs> and I'm in a skirt and then I would take my well lube fingers and insert them in and then I would curve them up and in towards my belly button um, or if you're doing this to someone else very slowly with lube you curve it in up towards their belly button and that's why that happy baby position can really get there it's like a chestnut sized uh, about I mean, unless you have an enlarged prostate, which then ask it's your doctor bigger. about yeah. any kind of penetration with your prostate, because sometimes it can be a little bit unsafe to penetrate enlarged prostates. And it gets bigger when you get aroused, right? right. So if you're about to ejaculate, the prostate grows. And it, Charlie Glickman says the best way to feel for where the prostate is, is everyone right now do this. Touch your cheek and now touch the tip of your nose. The prostate actually feels a little bit more like the tip of your nose and the rest of the rectum feels more like your cheek. It has a little bit more of a firmness. It can even have that little indentation that some of our noses have. Um, and so you're kind of searching for that. But for the most part, you can check in with the person that you're penetrating or and ask them, you know, does this feel good? More pressure, less pressure. For them, it, it's just like the G-spot G area. It can feel like a little pressure in the bladder because the bladder is actually on the other side of the prostate. But why people like it is prostate stimulation can enhance the orgasm. And most folks 
folks who are getting off to prostate stimulation, it's combined with penis stimulation too, and that's what's enhancing it. It's usually not its own thing, but it can be. Um, but it can create that more full-bodied, transcendent orgasm. Which is why you could, you know, there's products that we'll, we'll mention. Uh, you could play with your own prostate yes. and just insert hands-free, and then you could uh, masturbate in the front and have the toy doing the work from the back. Seriously, because you know, the prostate is in pretty far. It's like a full finger's length in, and everyone is different. And it's an awkward angle with your fingers if you're trying to reach around. I Yourself. Mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's really, I mean, you could get tired fast. Your wrist is like, Argh. Yeah, you're like, I'm getting a cramp. Some of the toys that we really, love we love the fun factory duke and it does have a vibrator in it mm-hmm. and so doesn't the vibrator it's a powerful vibrator too it's, a, it's the fun factory bullet vibe that fits in and the the product is the the design is really weird like the look of it it looks like it would go in the opposite direction yeah confusing so you definitely need to look at the package and the instructions because it's a confusing thing and putting it in is also a bit challenging because there's like a hump area so mm. you probably want to just take your time it's using little, that product it's a little more advanced I it think. is yeah. exactly if you're new to prostate play maybe don't start with that one right but it also provides um stimulation to the i always want to say perineum to perineum. the perineum yeah yeah, yeah. The, it does so it has an outside kind of hook that touches the perineum so when it's inside it almost has this curved shape so you're getting multiple areas of stimulation all at once and you could use like a hot octopus solo on the front and then the have the duke do the work from the back and you're just getting like and all like, over ah. and then you just orgasm like crazy yeah if you're new to prostate stimulation and you want to try a toy, we recommend the Aneros MGX. It's a great beginner toy. That's E-A-N-E-R-O-S. Um, and it is was originally designed actually for health purposes and then discovered it's really pleasurable, but it's a hands-free toy that's easy to use. You insert it in, you either do anal kegels or kegels, or you play with yourself or you play with a lover, and when you have an orgasm, your body automatically clenches around it and it can enhance the orgasmic And it's experience. non-vibrating. It's it's kind of a, it's a, it's actually a nice looking product. They're beautiful. It's simple. It's, it's easy. simple and yeah, it's super easy to use. And I think they're pretty easy to insert exactly like Amy said, even yeah. if you're a beginner. It's a great beginner toy. So prostate plays. Um, let's also talk though, because prostate play, again, start with fingers if you're going to play with anything anal and you want to move something larger. But say you want to move to dildos. There is a wonderful thing called pegging. We've talked about it on a recent episode because I actually experienced pegging for the first time, meaning I was wearing a harness with a dildo and I was stimulating someone else. Um, We warmed up their ass with lots of lube and lots of fingers for a long time before I moved uh, to a dildo in a harness. Now, uh, if someone is new, or maybe not, not even new, this is they can be intermediate. I personally would recommend a smoother toy that doesn't have like a big bulbous head and is all veiny. Mm. More of like a smooth toy, like the Wet for Her Toy Five is great. Um, again, Pure Pleasure has that, and there's a size small, medium, large. Um, the medium is a great place to start, but it's smooth and it's not like a realistic looking toy. But if someone is more advanced, like my lover at the time uh, or during that session, um, they really liked more. Of a realistic toy so again everyone is different but if you're new and you don't really know where to start get a more smooth toy that doesn't have a big bulbous head you know what else is cool to get a uh if you want to do self-penetration with prostate with a dildo you could have a dildo with a suction cup at the end and stick it like on a tile yeah. and back up on it just back up on that back thing. up on that dildo back. fun factory makes some with uh even the bouncer i think has it's like got weighted balls inside oh, and yeah. you can actually use that for it's anal like a skin. shake weight it is like a shake weight <laughs> but you can back you can back up on it I've used it in the shower vaginally, but never um, on the bum. But it could definitely work for 
bum owners. Yeah, I love that <laughs> bum owners. Um, so that's so that's dildo. So harnesses. So you, if you're doing pegging, you know, say, and pegging is traditionally going to be described as a vulva owner wearing a harness with a dildo penetrating a penis owner anally. Um, a lot of people are into it. Vulva owners are into it. Penis owners are into it um, for various reasons. It can be kind of like a uh, act of like dominant submission. You can uh, target the prostate, and, and maybe you know, maybe a penis owner just really wants to be in a submissive role or just to be penetrated or have their partner take control. Or maybe they just love the sensation because there's a lot of um, fun action nerve endings there. I love spare parts mm. harnesses. This is the one that I've used. This is what um, my mom uses. They're actually <laughs> really, over the years, they are consistently the best harnesses that money can buy. They're expensive, but, but they they're so you. nice and they're warrantied and they're made in the USA and they, they sh- like the owner thinks about harness users and how they can be comfortable and long lasting. They're, They're the, the best. best. They're the the really the best. Spare parts is spelled S-P-A-R-E-P-A-R-T-S. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, if you're wondering how to spell spare parts. Now, spare parts has all these different styles. You get to decide what works for you. There's some that are more like underwear. They don't have any buckles. Uh, I personally am into the thong harness, which does have buckles. Um, it's called the Theo, T-H-E-O, if you're a thong wearer. But if you want something that's more like underwear or is less femme, the Tomboy, that's T-O-M-B-O-I, um, is awesome and they're all machine washable and, and you can put have, pretty much any size dildo in there they have uh, I don't the jock is that that's for yeah. penis owners so if you want to have no the jock you're talking about the deuce the deuce that one is so is designed for penis owners so if you want to have multiple sessions you can add a dildo to a harness after maybe or if your penis you know is maybe not cooperating with you that day yeah. or you want multiple you, orgasms I think be, that's kind of an awesome thing too you can be any size you want you can to, be any size you want or double penetration ooh ooh yeah, yeah. see I would probably be in to that. Oh, I have a deuce waiting under my bed waiting to be used and I will be using that. Oh, well, maybe I should borrow it first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the deuce is awesome. <laughs> um, so we talked about the happy baby position. This is, again, a really great position to get to the prostate, whether you're using a finger, a toy on someone, or you're using a, um, a dildo for stimulation. And I also want to say that we just talked about pegging, but this also, you can get to a prostate with penis with, uh, with a penis owner, right? So I don't want to exclude that on there. If you're someone who owns a penis and you want to penetrate someone who also has a penis anally. Um, the, all these same positions, everything we're talking about applies to you. Again, universal orifice. Not everyone has a prostate, um, but if you can find one to play with consensually, your own or someone else's, you can enter week three and win lots of prizes. And this is, remember, broken into three different categories for anal play, and this is an, uh, in conjunction with an Instagram contest that yeah. starts today, the day this podcast airs. So if you're not following us, again, follow us on Instagram. We're at Shameless Sex Podcast, and you'll love our posts. They're actually quite amazing and enlightening and beautiful. Go play with your ass, everyone. Ass, ass, ass for days. So we're switching up this time because now we're going to answer a sex question. It's not about anal, uh, but this actually came in and um, I felt really inspired to answer it. April doesn't know what it is yet, so I'm going to read it. Are you ready? I think so. I have a high sex drive and my wife knows this. I always figured she had a slow or non-existent drive. She's been telling me I talk a lot in my sleep. So I discovered a sleep talk app a few weeks ago and gave it a whirl, but I haven't told her. I downloaded it. Well, the audio picked up something while I was sleeping. And guess what? She was having some alone time and it's been every night since I got the app. Sometimes it's just masturbation and other times it's masturbation with porn. So meaning... She doesn't really have a high sex drive, but when he's asleep, she masturbates a lot. Oh, shit. But she's purposely waited for me to fall asleep for her to start it. So sometimes he'll hear her do it for hours. 
Uh, now my struggle is this. We only have sex every couple of months, like 16 times in the last 41 months. And this discovery is absolutely devastating to me. Wonder if I should ask her about it or just trying to stay awake and ask her what is she doing? Also, another thing that grinds on me is that when we do have sex, it's usually maybe 20 to 30 minutes. Um, due to being sore. I mean, okay, I'll get onto that. That's that's a light, long session. That is really yeah. long. I'm actually surprised. That's it's only. You only. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, these solo sessions are multiple hour ordeals. So maybe that's why is that, that his wife is actually playing for many hours and when they have sex, it's only 20, 30 minutes. Um, it's just really, really deflating. What should I do? Whoa. I mean, listen, I totally have been that person. Really? The, the, uh, the wife. Because not in my current relationship. Sometimes, though, sometimes it's not that I'm not having sex, but sometimes the naughtiness and the, the not next to my partner, though, by the way, when, when they leave. Mm-hmm. So I would have... Like, like you're not supposed to do it. Right. Is. And yeah. also because over the years, and this I wrote about in, in the blog, how self-pleasure was the only way I could orgasm. Mm-hmm. And because that's how I was as a kid, since I was masturbating, since I was five by myself, I couldn't figure out how to have orgasms with a partner because yeah. I was in my head. So in my head all the time. And then it became something that I would almost feel like, okay, it was my duty as a partner to have sex with my partner so they could get off. And then I would go into my my masturbation mode when they would leave for work or something. That happened for years. And actually, even during my marriage, because I traveled so much, I was alone a lot. It became part of a habit. That's why I gave up porn, because mm. I could honestly only orgasm for a, a long time without w- only with porn and then with toys. So now it's, it's better, and I try it because my partner actually called me out on it and I didn't put it all together until he did. And he was like, Hey, do you notice that you masturbate like right after I leave? And I was like, how do you know that? And because he would ask me and I'd tell him the truth. I was like, Oh yeah, I masturbated today. Uh, but it was not a thing against him Mm -hmm. or any previous partners past. It was my thing because I related my own orgasmic ability to self pleasure. Now, this is a whole nother dynamic. Yeah. This this is really interesting. Yeah. And in a good way, interesting. I feel for this listener and the struggle because that is that's kind of that's kind of hard. And I think that it it definitely necessitates a discussion. So it sounds like they're not really talking, first of all. There's not a lot of conversations happening here. You did say something, April. You said you thought of sex was a duty, right? When yeah. sex becomes a duty that I need to do this for this other person and it's not for me, then of course you don't want to do it. But when you're masturbating, you know exactly what your body likes. There's no distractions. It's just for you. So, of course, if you know how to get yourself off, it can be that much easier to do. And then you spoke to kind of like the naughty, you know, maybe I'm just envisioning her like he's asleep and now I'm doing this. And she's like, fuck, yeah, this is extra. Hot. I mean, that's what I that's what I get from that. But yeah. the hours is pretty impressive. Yeah. And and, he, and the porn. He must be a deep sleeper. Ambient or something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, have a conversation with them so yeah you're essentially uh, not having a lot of sex with your partner you're desiring more sex it sounds like you're probably not talking about it my first question would be you know it sounds like your partner knows how to get themselves off um, and they know what they like how can you two incorporate that into your play maybe they masturbate in front of you before you play maybe they do that while you're having sex Um, and my other question is like what kind of sex are you two having when you do are you having sex that's like porn sex is it sex that's getting to your partner's clit and all and is it grinding or are you doing a lot of thrust 
dressing that doesn't really work for a lot of vulva owning people. Oh, because people. the soreness part. That's a, that's, so that, that's not why a I'm lot of lube too the, the could be an issue. Soreness sounds like you're doing some rat, jackrabbit stuff. And that is an assumption on my part. Um, but, you know, a 20 to 30 minute penetrative session is a fucking long time, right? When I have sex with someone in his penetration, first of all, 20, 30 minutes, only a small portion that is actual fucking of like hard yeah. in and out stuff. Most of it's grinding. Sometimes there's stillness, slowness. Um, so I'm just wondering, are you having actual sex that vulva owners like? Or are you having porn sex that you were taught you th- that vulvas should like? Um, yeah. And maybe if you have conversations with your partner about what their body likes and they can tell you or show you or you can learn together, watch OMG Yes, learn some more skills oh, for yeah. finger techniques. Also with soreness, if it, there's swelling and soreness after sex, I always use an ice pack because I have had, I get a lot of swelling after a lot of rough sex for, you know, I don't, I don't ever time it. I'm very bad with time, but I'm assuming it's like even after 10 minutes, sometimes not all the time, but I ice the shit out of my vulva. Yeah. It really works. I've recently had these (laughs) sex experiences where I've been able to have sex for like, you know, locking myself in the bedroom with, uh, with a lover and being in the bedroom for like four hours playing and be like, holy shit, how am I not sore? But it's because we're not doing a whole bunch of fucking thrusting the whole time. There's so much other stuff going on. We even take breaks where they're, you know, obviously their cock is not inside of me and it, and they're adding a lot of lube and they're listening to my body and I'm speaking to what my body wants and um, all of that. So just really, there's some deep conversations for you to have. I understand why this feels hurtful and I wouldn't trick them by the part of like maybe I'll just stay awake and sneak up on them and like surprise I'm actually awake sit them down be like hey I got this app I heard this you know I'm a little devastated by it but I'm also not I, I want to, I'm curious, like I want to get curious about what this does for you. Um, what are you needing? What, you know, how can we share this together? Because I want more connection with you. And maybe they'll, the, um, your partner, your wife will have an explanation that is similar. Like I get really turned on by the thought of doing something bad next to you. Like not that it's bad. I'm saying that in her head it's taboo or it's naughty next to you. And maybe you can incorporate that like into some role play to be like, okay, so tomorrow let's have you do that. And I'm going to come in. Yeah. Walk in the room. Surprise. Surprise. And then I don't know. I mean, or you can still, she can maybe still do that in, in her when you're asleep but that you're desi- you're saying like but I, I, that's totally okay but I still want that connection too so how can we have more connected sex that feels really good for you and then you can still also do the sneaky thing that feels good to you and mutual masturbation maybe too yeah. could yeah. be an option there's a lot of, uh, of conversations that sound like it need to be had here and, and more discovery about what will work for both of you um, so yeah, go start having those conversations, but be completely honest. Don't, you know, don't trick her like surprise. There you are masturbating. Now I'm mad at you. And now I have it on video too. Yeah. That'll <laughs> no, create shame. Let's not do that. Um, okay. Lastly, everyone, Patreon. Hey, Richard, Richard, can we call you Dick? Uh, Richard <laughs> who donated, you're not a dick. But we love you. You donate on Patreon. Um, you are sponsoring our new microphone fund and we love you very, very much. If you don't know, we are trying to get nice new microphones that are these like airplane headsets where we can't accidentally pull the mic too far away from our mouths. Um, and you can donate to the cause and be a part of the podcast by doing that. So again, Richard, we love you. Everyone go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash shameless sex. Um, and we're, you can help us out. And we're trying to get four of those and they're each, what, 500 bucks? We want three of them. I think four would be better because right. we have, sometimes we have multiple guests. We and need we an have Amazon to share. wish list. We need a yeah. sugar human. We just need, <laughs> I think we need four to be yeah. reasonable. We really do because. That's like $800. It's like 800 bucks. <laughs> so anyway, I know that they're, they're, 
very generous, amazing people out there that are listening and maybe want to help us. So if you do, please, you know, the sign will only get better for you. And in closing, I just want to give a shout out to Margins Wine. Megan Bell has been making wine for years now. She makes boutique, beautiful wines. Amy and I love them. Join her mailing list at marginswine.com and see why Amy and I have been a huge fan for over two years now because she makes great local, beautiful wines. So check it out. And go play with your ass. Yeah, it's anal August, y'all. And you have, you know, when this podcast r- launches, it's a half first week of August and you have three more weeks after that. So at least once a week, try to play with your ass. Someone else's ass consensually. Prostate if you have one or have access to one. And thanks for tuning in, you all. See you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.